This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy, but Planet Fitness has the cure. Boost your energy with tons of equipment in our clean and spacious clubs for $1 down and $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. I'm your host, Peter Sears, and uh, before we start, do me a favor. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, just Apple Podcasts, just leave a review right now. Review it. Say, hey, this is great, or this is not great. You can rate it also. You can subscribe if you want, but we could, you can wait till after the episode if you decide you want to s- subscribe. Um, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Performa.com. You guys know them. They're one of my favorite sponsors. They have all of your fitness accessory needs from shaker cups to meal prep bags to workout towels, the best workout towels, wrist straps, wrist straps, calf sleeves, all sorts of things. And they have a new line of clothing now you, that you can use at the gym as well. Um, and also this pod – oh, by the way, if you go to performant.com, enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the word 10, the word pounds. You will save 15% off your entire order. And also this podcast is brought to you by my friends at Bucked Up Supplements. They have all of your fitness supplement needs, vitamins, protein powders, pre-workout, post-workout, intra-workout. They have testosterone boosters for guys that are getting old like me. Um, And they also have supplements for pregnant women that they call Bumped Up. You're welcome. Um, Anyway, if you go to buckedup.com, enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the number 10 and the word pounds. You will save 20% off your entire order. Um, You guys, I am honored to have another guest in the studio today. It's not a studio. She's in my apartment. Um, and her husband Mike's here too. Hey, Mike. Um, we've been trying to, we, I, I've been trying to, I, I, I reached out, as you guys know, you guys li- listen, you know, I used to be a dancer and you know, I love all of the arts. And so uh, recently, a couple months ago, I found out that there's a ballet here. And so I reached out to, uh, I actually reached out to a few of the company members and you were the only one that responded. So thank you. Um, she's a member of the Oklahoma City, but she's a she's a soloist, yes? Yes, that's correct. In the Oklahoma City Ballet. Um, she's from Nebraska, and we're going to get to know her together. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Autumn Klein. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, like I said, we are very excited. Um, okay, so first off, you're from Nebraska. Yes. Very flat state. Very flat, lots of corn, very cold. Very cold. Like yes. colder than here? A lot colder. Than really? Here. Do oh, me yes. favor, go a little bit closer with the mic. Sorry. Yeah. That's oh, okay. That's no, okay. Um, what part of Nebraska? Lincoln. Okay, that's a four zero two. It is. You're welcome. How do you how do you have that knowledge? I have a random skill that is recognized in area codes. Wow. I know it's like that's quite the superpower. It's like where where are you from, Mike? Two one zero. You see, that's impressive. I know, it's 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 useless. It only it, it only comes in handy in moments like this. It's a great <laughs> icebreaker party trick. It is. It really is. Cause like like I when, like when you uh, when you texted me, I was like seven one three. Oh, Houston. Amazing. I know. Wow. Um, it's it's like it's really it's not it it's not it's not useful other than in this moment, and that's it. But um, okay, so you grew up in Nebraska. And you started dancing at a very young age, obviously. Yes, I started dancing when I was two. Two. Yes. Like in like actual profession, like not like like classes. Like classes. I was put on uh, 
probationary status because I was too young. Uh-huh. But I was too annoying to my parents, and they needed me to do something to get the wiggles out. Uh-huh. And um, I guess by the time it that period ended, the instructor forgot that I was on probation. So I passed. I got to take baby ballet class which is just like skipping and right i'm like like i mean two two two-year-olds they can barely stand up at that point like it's like (laughs) stretching it's like counting music skipping around learning to be disciplined and take direction really interesting and uh at what point was it that somebody obviously i mean you obviously liked it or did you not did you was it like did you, or did you get forced to do it, or oh, was it, like, something that you wanted I to do? I loved it. Okay. The reason perfect. my parents put me in it so young was I would watch, like, the three-hour Swan Lake on TV. Really? And sit through the whole thing as oh, a two-year-old. Wow. So, like, maybe this kid should do ballet yeah. and dance. And I got into that, and eventually that led me more into the jazz direction. Uh-huh. And I was a competition kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're telling it. Did that whole thing, which is so expensive and so fun and doesn't lead to much <laughs> after you finish high school. So yeah, what, what, yeah, like, what, what becomes, like, I mean... I I don't watch any reality shows, but I know that there's like dance moms or whatever. Right. Like that's kind of like a thing, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. They push and they like these girls are all like made up and it's like almost like tons dance of makeup pageants. It's, it's uh-huh. I mean, because when you're on stage, you do have to wear stage makeup, right? Because uh, in ballet, we do that too, but of course. it's a little bit more toned down and definitely at the younger age is very covered up, which uh-huh. isn't always true in jazz. So got it. It's different. So when you're like a when, because I, I I have no knowledge of this at all. So when you're like in a competition, is it like are you out there by yourself and putting together a routine and, or are you dancing with like a group of girls? So there's there's all different categories. Okay. Got it. There's production, which is like all the age levels from your studio, like eighty uh-huh. people on stage, and it's ridiculous. And then there's big groups, small groups, duo trios, and solos. Uh-huh. And so I do like fifteen pieces. In a weekend. Really? And you pay tons of money for each piece. Oh, oh, like to enter the competition. Yes, it's such a racket, but it's really fun. So your parents put a lot of money into it. A lot this. into it, yeah. So like, do you, now that you're obviously, you're a professional, do you like give the money back? Um, <laughs> <coughs> about that, ballet doesn't pay as well as you might expect. Dude, you're, you're, talk, you're talking to a professional comedian. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so that's the thing about ballet. You invest, like one of my old ballet masters used to say you know your legs are worth millions because your parents have invested so much in them yeah but you never get it back okay so it's 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 and it's a recurring theme on this podcast but you can't trade there's you can't put a price on getting paid to do what you love oh it's so true like i tell people this all the time like i'll do shows like last night i made 50 bucks but i got paid to tell jokes so that's it. Like it doesn't even it doesn't matter what like because I mean essentially you're probably like me. You would probably continue to dance for free, right? Definitely. Like I would. I, I mean I've done shows for free, and I'm sure you at some point oh, yeah. did an internship or I don't. Second companies. Yeah, I did exactly. That. You don't get paid. Sometimes you get a stipend. Usually you get a few pairs of point shoes. Uh-huh. There's <laughs> like 30 girls like that at our company right now. Really? They're just here dancing and hoping that they can get one of the company spots when one opens up. Like, so when something opens up, is it like because somebody goes elsewhere or because they decide to not do it or do they k- get kicked out? Well, or It's a mixture. Okay. Usually for the girls, they get fired. Oh. And yeah. So how, do you get, how do you get fired from a ballet company? It depends on the company. Our company has this very strange sort of 
every year somebody gets fired. <laughs> yes. No way. Yes. And it's it's stressful. We find out right before Christmas. They're oh like, no. here's your Christmas present. You're rehired or you're not. Find a new job. Oh, at Christmas time? Yeah. Like literally it, the week before Christmas. Is it because like the year starts like a new contract or it, is this horrible timing? Well, it's to give us time to audition okay. for other companies, the Got people it. that don't get rehired. Uh-huh. So, you know... In a way, it's nice because then you've got maximum time to prepare. Uh-huh. It just sucks because you're about to go into Christmas. Yeah. Horribly depressed if you didn't get resigned. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been with OKC for eight years. Is that this will be my ninth season? Okay. And I I did get resigned. So. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Made it through. Oh man. So how many people are in the company? There's I think just shy of thirty people. Okay. In the actual company. How many How many guys? I want to say like 10 to 12. Uh-huh. Okay. One principal, two soloists. Yeah, that sounds about right. We have three apprentices, six or seven core. Okay. And then... And then we also have some second company men and some trainee men. Got it. Okay. Um, okay, so you you dance, uh, you, you dance in competition, you dance in high school at some point, and then after high school, it's like, okay... Because yeah, I know one of my friends was like, uh, she was in Phantom. Um, she went like right, she went to like a ballet, like kind of like boarding school type thing uh-huh. when she was in high school. That was right. her high school. Uh-huh. And then she bypassed college to go dance in Phantom. Right. Um, so is that kind of like. Yeah, I kind of had two options. I, If I wanted to stay in dance, I could kind of go to ballet school and go try and get a button into a ballet company. Uh-huh. Or I could go to college for dance and then go more of the like LA route or dancing for Cirque. I guess uh-huh. there are people that go straight to LA and do that audition thing. I wasn't ready for that at 16. No way. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. You gra- I forgot you graduated when you were really young. Yeah. Were you really smart or you just decide that you wanted to bounce? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just was ahead. You were, so you like, did you go to like summer school or something? Like no, how'd you graduate um, so early? I started a year early because, okay. again, I wanted to – I was in school and I was being a little bit of a brat. I didn't want to be in preschool. I wanted to go to kindergarten early. Oh, wow. I came home and told my parents I want to go to be with the kindergartners or whatever. Uh-huh. I was a dramatic kid like that. And um, so, again, I was put on probation and they let me start early. So and then wh- I always went through. So how old were you when you started kindergarten? Like three? I was four. And then later on, I skipped fourth grade. Oh, okay. So you were already like almost two years ahead and then you skipped another year basically okay wow yeah so So at at 16 you had to make a decision that's kind of like a young age to like make a decision like that well actually was kind of old for ballet well you're yeah you're right you're right a lot of a lot of girls actually go at 14 or 15 or 16 you know that's kind of the range that you usually Uh go away to ballet school Uh and you're training all day in your professional ballet school with the hopes of getting a contract at the end right so uh kind of like uh like center stage yeah that's actually which is like my favorite one of the one most of favorite movies it's one of the most accurate ballet movies R- it's the yeah. best i i i'm telling you autumn this center stage has come up at least four times on this podcast we've done 86 episodes now and it's come up like four times amazing it's, yeah, i it's love a, that it's a great movie it is a great movie um I can I can quote it for days, but um, the uh, the girl who plays Jody Amanda Schultz, 
Michelle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she used to work out at the gym that actually where I met Ashton in L.A. Ooh. We met at the gym. And uh, I would always just like in L.A. you see famous people all the time. And it's not a big deal unless you're like a real fan of that uh-huh. person. And you're like, oh, shit. But there's also like there's always like you just don't want to bother them. Right. And so I'm like, I don't know. I just because I remember also I was at an audition one time with the girl. I forget what. I think her name is Meredith in that movie. The one that has the eating disorder. Yes. Yes. I know who you're talking about. And she was there at the same audition. And like I had to say something. And I was like, oh, my God, like I love Center Sage. And she did not want to talk to me at all. Oh, and awkward. I was like, oh, okay, that's sad. it is sad. I'm like, I'm just trying to fanboy. How many guys? True. How many straight guys can be like, I love that movie, and she was just like not having it. So I don't remember what her name is in real life, but whatever. <laughs> she but has I, the same attitude as she does the movie. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> she was just in character. She was trying to give you the experience. Yeah, maybe. Um, that was kind of a bummer, but. Um, Okay, so you decided you didn't want to do the L.A. route, so then you did what? I went to the Houston Ballet Summer Intensive, uh-huh. and at the end, you can audition to stay for the year-round. Uh-huh. They accepted me, against all logic, because my technique was horrible. I had no business being a ballet dancer, but they accepted me into the school, and after a few months, they started So you were like the Jody Sawyer of Houston. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> Worse than her, though. <laughs> like, there was no hope for me. Um but somehow they accepted me anyways, and um, after a few months, they bumped me up to training with the second company, and then a year later, I was in the second company, and I got to dance with Houston Ballet and their core and do fun stuff with them, which is crazy thinking back. Yeah. So you went from... So how old are you at this time? Like 17, 18? I was there from 16 until 19. Okay. Um, what's like a... I mean, I kind of picture like the day, like basically you're dancing all day, right? Yes. Like... It's six days a week. It's a job. Like you're yes. spending what eight hours? If not more. More. I mean, I I was making up for lost time, so I would be there from eight a.m. to like eight p.m. Just dancing all day Taking, long. Uh, we'd have classes of our own with the second company, and then our own rehearsals, and then rehearsals with the company. The company finished at six, and then I would take extra classes in the evening, like the lower school classes, and then the men's class at night. Wow. So how does that like, because obviously there's a specific like body type that ballet. Very specific. Do you say, do you say ballerina or do you say ballet dancer? Ballet dancer. dancer. Actual ballet dancers find it very cringy to say ballerina. That's what I thought. Um, Like when you're a little girl, you say ballerina. But when you become like, I'm a ballet dancer. It's one of those weird things. Because I was, because I actually, who was I talking to about? I think. I had one of my friends who's a, in a dance company here, um, Race, do you know that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's a member of that. And we were, I think we were talking about if a girl is a ballerina, then is a guy a ballerino? Or do you just, you just, you just say ballet dancer? Gender neutral, yeah. Gender, yeah. Ballet is progressive in that yeah. one area. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Perfect. Um, what was my question? I just lost it. Autumn. Um, oh, the, the body type very specific obviously um so how does that like because you're dancing all day but yeah just how does that even be a thing like do you have to do you have to do because you're already dancing for x amount of hours do you also have to like work out or like run or whatever or is it just like 
pretty much everybody cross trains in a certain way, uh-huh. but all of us have different body issues. Uh-huh. Like some people, especially some of the guys, they battle with being a little too thin, so they have to try to bulk up. Uh-huh. Girls, that's not a problem. Right. Especially for girls like me, I tend to put on muscle, so I have to be really careful. I can't really work out my upper body too much. I'm going to get really bulky up there. Uh-huh. I do a lot of cardio. Okay. So, okay. like, what do you do, for example? Because obviously you're dancing, but what yeah. else do you do? Uh, I do Pilates and yoga uh-huh. and a lot on my elliptical now that the gyms are all closed. I used to love Zumba. Wait, gyms are open here? Well, they're open, but... <laughs> I'm like, that's why I came, because the gyms are open Right, here. that's true. They I are. get the fuck out of LA. They are open, but we're not supposed to go. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah they're close to me so, as an uh, Oklahoma City Ballet member. By, uh, so, for those of you guys listening, Autumn, are you allowed to be here? <laughs> We're distance. I have okay, yeah, my mask yeah, on. Yeah, we're distance. She has her mask on, but she has like a a set of rules that you have to yeah, follow yeah. for the company. We're we're expected to not really be around Got groups it. of people, always social distancing, wearing our masks, right. very conscious of hygiene uh-huh. to keep our pods safe because yeah. we're broken into two pods right now. Both uh-huh. companies split in half so we can have productions in case one pod goes out. They have the other as a backup. That's crazy. Yeah. And we're not even supposed to be around each other without masks on, ever. That's great. So you guys practice with masks on? We dance with, and we perform with them, too. Wait, like in the show? Yes. In Firebird, you guys yes, wear masks? Yes, we were wearing masks. Are you serious? It is awkward, but it's still beautiful. Yeah. Come to the shows. <laughs> I, know, I want to. I want to. Uh, I really wanted to. I really was. I really wanted to come to Firebird, but we had that stupid storm on the way. And I thought about going by myself, but it's just really weird when I go places by myself sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely the masks take it to another level as far as the athleticism. Yeah. Just it's making hard, it dude. through is really hard. At the, Cause at the gym we have like, so we have a rule at the, the rule at the gym is you have to wear a mask when you walk in and when you're walking around, you have, to, it's kind of like the restaurants, like when you're walking around, you have to wear a mask, but while you're working out, you don't have oh, to I wear one. Oh, I did not one. know that. Yeah. So, I mean, and I'll wear one. But, like, sometimes I'm just, like, if I'm at the gym, which I am a lot, um, I'm, like, I can't keep this on. Right. right now. No, I get that. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, you know, there's cleaning products everywhere. There's wipes and spray and, like, so. And if you're distanced. I try to be, but some people will still get really too close to Ooh. me. And I'm, like, come on, dude. Like, I know we're in Oklahoma, but, like, come on. Yeah. Like, I posted it the other day. It was, we have at the gym, there's, like. I don't know, like seven or eight, like squat racks. And anytime I'm at the gym, I always try to be away from people, even before COVID. Right. Cause I don't like who pe- wants a random stranger sweat yeah, on you? I just want, Gross. I don't want people near me. And I'll get as far away. As, so I was in the last squat rack. And like I said, I think there's like seven total, maybe even eight. I'm on the last one. And then this guy gets in, like he gets, he sets up on the squat rack right next to me. And I'm like, dude, like, there's seven empty ones, right? Like, just right there. And I'm like, I put it on my story. And I'm just like, even in a pandemic, I people yeah. can't. I just. But we're also in Oklahoma where people don't care, <laughs> which is weird. But it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Maybe that's his his spot. Like, it's like a ballerina, a ballet dancer's bar spot. You're right. Because. So that that's, that's a thing, too. Oh, definitely. And so what happens when someone's in your spot? Or does it not well, happen because they know it's your spot? Okay, so I'm, I'm a soloist. Uh-huh. And ballet is very hierarchical. Uh-huh. 
So if a lower rank person is sitting in my spot, <laughs> the other dancers will tell them that that's my spot. And so they'll leave before I come over. So how would they not know? Is it like if they're like new? If they're new, thing? yeah. Uh-huh. That's when it usually happens. Got at the beginning it. of the season, you have right. some new like apprentice or core member, uh-huh. young person. And then they, the older company members scare them by telling them they have <laughs> to leave. <laughs> it's awkward. I remember like, um, like when I used to dance and I would take class, I always had to be to the right of the choreographer. So, like, if they're up there, I couldn't learn as well on the left side. Okay. I don't know why. I've never done the research, but it was a thing. Maybe like I, it's, like, an eye dominance thing. It may be. It, might, it could be a brain dominance. You know, pe- some yeah. people are right brain or left brain, uh-huh. and, I, and I don't know the difference, but, like, I always had to be on the right side closer to the front if I could but that's not always a possibility when you're taking but like a lot of the instructors would do would especially like in a big class or even at an audition they would tell you switch lines right and then you know if you're in the back you go to the front and so forth but some people wouldn't switch lines of and then peop- and then people would be like hey these motherfuckers ain't switching lines and like it would get you know it's an, it's an audition so like right. you get like little yeah. testy sometimes um but I know how you're talking about how like not wanting to do the audition thing in LA and whatever um, and that was like one of the things, even though it sucked to like get cut, you know, like when they come up to you and they say, thanks for coming. You right. Know, you know that that means you're cut. I always appreciated going to a dance audition because at the least I would leave knowing whether or not I got it. And that's not always the case with other auditions. Oh, like wow. You audition for a commercial or a TV show or a movie or whatever. Or you send like, you know, like in my instance, I'll send in a comedy real to somebody and like that's my best that's my best chunk like so you 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 think you're doing well and you send the things in and you never hear back and then that sucks so that's the one thing that is cool about dance audition well i mean that happens in the ballet world too actually that you don't know when you leave well yeah that does happen with with ballet auditions you don't you won't know so first off most companies have auditions every year, uh-huh. even if they're not hiring. Oh, that's so evil. So you'll pay. That's evil. Yes. Wait, you have to pay to audition? Yeah, oh, yeah. You have to pay to fly out there for your hotel, oh, and then you well, have to yeah. pay to take the class. Okay, I don't like that. It's usually 15 to $20 to pay to take the class. See, I've, I've, I've flown myself and gone to, like, like, comedy clubs to, like, audition so like i get that but they're they're gonna hire someone right they're gonna fill the spot with somebody yeah there's there's companies because there's weird things in the agma requirements most companies Uh have to have auditions every year even if they're not hiring anyone so sometimes you'll show up and the first thing they'll say is we're not hiring any women this year sorry and there's a hundred women in the room and you're like great so glad i spent thousands of dollars to Uh, do this oh this is but that's like this and do you feel like when you talk to i mean I'm sure your family is supportive because they put you through all the dancing right. and stuff. So that's great. But do you feel like, cause I'm this way where like, like certain people, maybe like from your childhood or maybe in your current life, I don't know, um, where they kind of, they don't get like your love, like that you would be willing to do that for something that's not guaranteed. They're like, why do you like, why do you keep, why didn't you just, I think, get a nine-to-five job uh, i think when i was first coming to oklahoma city ballet before i was a soloist and getting these special opportunities and when my job was a little bit 
you know, they fire core members every year. So it was a little uh-huh. shakier before I got promoted. Uh, I think my parents did worry and they're like, maybe you should have stuck with science. You know, uh-huh. that little bit in their head. They were always super supportive. They yeah. would not say that. But I know it was a worry for my mom, uh-huh. especially. Yeah, I mean, they're your parents. They don't want to see your dream crushed. Right. Um, but yeah, they're. I think they realize and understand now science was not my destiny. Uh-huh. I should explain both of my parents. My have three degrees in sciences. <laughs> You have to, your parents do? Both of them. And then oh, my wow. brother is also an engineer. Oh, okay. So my dad has a PhD in engineering and he's like super genius. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't drive more than a mile on a highway without seeing something he invented. Really? <laughs> yeah. He won the Presidential Medal of Technology from President Bush in 2005. No way. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. For 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 like a specific thing? Um, He... It was a bunch of things, but especially he designed the safer barrier for NASCAR. That they have on all their tracks uh-huh. so that people don't die. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean. And then my mom's a veterinarian, so okay. they're both very sciencey, uh-huh. obviously. And, and then you were smart because you graduated early. And I actually took a break from dancing, and uh-huh. I went to school, and I tried to do the science thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I was double majoring. It was... Um, after I went to Houston, uh-huh. I went and worked at Texas Ballet Theater, uh-huh. and it's a very nice company, but it's it's very different than here in that it's it was very classical at the time, very Royal Academy of Dance, which is an English style of yeah, dance, yeah. and it just didn't suit me physically. Got it. Um, so it was just not a great fit. After being there a few years, I decided I wasn't going to dance anymore, and I was like, I'm not good enough. My body's terrible. I'm never going to be successful in this. It was bad. Um, Did you have the same body that you do right now? Yeah. Okay. So, so it's just a, a you thing. Like it, it's a, a Jody, Jody Sawyer thing. Yeah. You know, like she didn't have the right stuff. Uh-huh. I don't have it either. Uh-huh. Um, so I quit and I actually went to Texas A&M uh-huh. and I double majored in biochemistry and genetics. Shut up. And I realized in my like last few classes that I definitely did not want to be a biochemist because yeah. I hated working in the lab. And I still missed ballet, so I auditioned for the company here, uh-huh. got an apprenticeship, and I've been here ever since. So this was uh, 2014? 2012. 12. Oh, wow. Because this will be my ninth year. Yeah. Okay. So. And uh, how do you like Oklahoma City? Um, It's nice, actually. I think because I grew up in Nebraska, uh-huh. and then I moved to Texas, it's sort of the the magic mayonnaise in the middle. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle, huh? Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. has a lot of the things I liked about both areas. It's okay. quiet and people are really friendly. They are. And one thing I like about here is particularly with my job, the uh-huh. community is really invested. Like the people with money here are really invested in making the city better. Uh-huh. And that's how we have things like the rapids and the downtown areas continually growing. Yeah. And we have this amazing ballet company because the wealthy people want us to have it here. Yeah, that's why, I'm, like we were talking before, it's like I was, I didn't even know that they had one here. But, I mean, it makes sense because it kind of is a city, like there's entertainment, like, and, you know, because since I'm from L.A. and I'm here, who knows how long, um, people always ask me, like, oh, like, what do you like better? and Or, you know, what's the difference? I'm like, I mean, there's lots, obviously, tons of differences, but, like, there's a lot of stuff here. And it's open right now, which makes it way better right. than L.A. right, right. now. Right, and th- that's the thing. They're like, even from when we first moved here, there's a lot more than there was. Yeah, they're I, investing. Yeah, like like Bricktown, like because you know she's from here, my girlfriend, and uh, 
you know, I guess whenever the thunder came, that's really kind of when stuff right. started to take and off. And again, that's because the donors that have created the ballet yeah. decided to do that. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I like it. And now there's like, now there's two comedy clubs here. So there's like a pretty, uh, you know, it's a growing comedy yeah. scene. But like, you know, Dallas is only a couple hours away. And like, it's a cool spot, man. And it, what I like since I've been here, um, I mean, I love barbecue. I don't know if you guys are allowed to eat that, but yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're allowed. I don't know if you guys have if you guys have like a strict diet that you guys have. I mean, you, you obviously do, but like right, yeah. How does that work? So every person's different. Okay, for me, I found the what really works is intermittent fasting. Okay, so, so what what's your uh, ratio? So I get up in the morning and I eat breakfast, and uh, then I don't eat it during the day. So I'll I'll eat at like seven thirty, and then I will get done at five, and then uh-huh. I'll eat dinner, and then not eat again. So I have that big break in the middle of the day and then the break overnight. Okay. So you eat two meals a day. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's great. And so you dance all day. Yeah. So you eat a breakfast uh-huh. and then you dance all day and then right. you eat dinner and then that's it. Yeah. Wow. That's but I, But I have a big breakfast and I have a big dinner. Uh-huh. But it's what for me works the best. I find, yeah. I actually found when I used to eat lunch, I would get very sleepy and sluggish uh-huh. for my second half of the day. And it's actually not that uncommon. My ballet master was talking to me. He used to, he's recently retired. He's, he's younger. Uh-huh. But um, he said he used to get up, he would drink coffee and then not eat lunch and then only eat dinner. So just so one, one meal. One meal. I don't know how he did that. I mean, I don't know. I've tried intermittent fasting just because I know it's like, it's good to do every once in a while. But like, I'm someone that like, I have, I just eat all day long. See, that's, for like me, I, that's the, like, when I'm eating all day long, I guess I just get so many more calories. Yeah, I mean, if, I feel more satisfied when I'm eating just two meals, even though yeah. they feel like really I mean, big meals. You're, you're, I mean, you have a profession where, like, you have to look a certain way. Right. Or so, you will be fired at yeah. Christmas. <laughs> and they're allowed to say that, like, hey, or I don't do they say they're that? They're not allowed to say it. Oh, they, okay. they sneak it and they're like, um, you're getting a little bit too muscular. Uh-huh. That's their euphemism for right. you're fat. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I'm in the entertainment industry, which I feel like, yeah, like dance encompasses the entertainment industry. Um, It's the one industry where, like, (laughs) people can say shit like that. Like, they have – it doesn't make it okay or whatever. Like, we could argue that all day. But, like, at the end of the day, if they're casting something and they're putting on a production of any sort, movie, TV, you know, ballet – they want people to look a certain way like they kind of have that right right and people fight about it all the time i'm like i mean it is what it's it's their company it's it their, is. It's, it's their you it's know, their right to do it they actually aren't allowed to say right. outright so they yeah, use yeah. all these euphemisms but we know what they mean so it's yeah. just it's the same yeah but it's just like like i'm friends with a lot of people obviously in la and everybody is like outraged over everything and it's like like the big thing right now too is like not enough minorities right. in TV and movies and what and ballet has the same issue. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, it's weird because it's like, yes, like I'm I'm Mexican, so like I would love more opportunities, but at the same time, like I don't feel like like I don't want to get the job. Because they had to hire a brown guy, I want to get the job because I was the best for that job. Right, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, 
like you know when you ha- when they have like the award shows and it's like oh there was no Latino directors you know um, nominated and whatever I'm like oh maybe like yes there weren't but like maybe those other movies were better like I don't know I just wish sometimes people would look past certain things and not complain about certain things because this is the industry that we chose. Like we don't have to do this industry. You don't That's have to true. dance. Yeah. I don't have to do comedy. Like right. no one asked us to do these things. We're pursuing these things because we love it. Definitely. And because we can't picture. I mean, I, I know you can't. I can't. Can't picture our lives without this thing. Right. I tried <laughs> it. It was awful. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he can attest to that. It was bad. <laughs> it's like I mean, dude. Okay. So I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. So, um, so I came out here in the summertime. Because L.A. was closed and her dad has, they have a farm down in the country and I wasn't working because I'm not essential. Right. Uh, Did you guys shut down like for like for your, for the company? We did. We shut down March 13th. We were actually in the middle of our Future Voices program, our choreographic workshop Uh show. We had one show and then we closed and they canceled our first program in the fall. Uh But in about the end of May, they started letting individual dancers come in and give themselves class one at a time for one hour a day uh-huh. uh, because ballet is one of those things that we take a week off and we feel very out of shape of course so yeah. months of dancing at home and it was it was rough yeah. so even that like one hour a day was just a godsend not every company not every not even everybody's allowed to go and take class yet there's still people in their kitchen right. i don't know how you could keep the fire burning taking bar in your kitchen for yeah. a, a year yeah, Amazing that, I mean, that they can do that, but I'm so glad that we did not have to do that. Okay. But we we actually had a show in, uh, was it October? Yeah, October. We had an outdoor show. Oh no way! At Scissor Tail. I don't even know where that is. Uh, Scissor Tail Park downtown. It's beautiful. You I should believe, go. I believe you. You should definitely go. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. They have a big stage, and they'll have. Oh, they used no to way. have, um, concerts there. Wait, is that where like uh, like by like where that big museum is, uh, kind of like a like. Like kind of like by the memorial, like in that area, and there's like a big. I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I feel like I I feel like it's I have a huge, passed it. huge, huge, huge yeah. park. I think I've seen. And they I have like I climbing walls, and there's like people in paddle boats and stuff. Like oh, that. that's back where the river thing is. Is that over there? By the stadium. By the, okay, yeah, 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 yeah that's by what I, That's what I thought. Okay. Um, you okay. should go. It's yeah. really cool. No, I, I've I've driven by it, but I've never yeah. been to it. Yeah, they have a they have a stage there, and um. This was like the middle of stuff. Uh-huh. And we thought nobody was going to come because of the no. pandemic. Yeah. It was packed. Yeah, I dude. was shocked and a little bit nervous. Yeah. Luckily, none of the dancers were around the people. So it was, we, I were, guess. we went to a rodeo. I don't know. It had to be like August or something. Like still like obviously very, I mean, we're still in a pandemic. Right. Um, and it was my first rodeo, and I thought that was funny. That uh, is funny. <laughs> that it was my first rodeo. But, like, because, okay, so we're here in Oklahoma City, and it's a little different, like, a little bit more diverse, a little bit more, like, people are still taking precautions. And so where she's from is, like, an hour from here, and people don't give a shit over there. And so we went to this rodeo, and I'm and this is in August, and there was no social distancing. There was like oh, thousands wow. of people there and I'm just looking around like, dude, this, I didn't mind it. I, I, I didn't mind it cause I'm, I'm confident in my immune system and everything. Right, and right, like, right. even if I get it, yeah. um, 
I know I could fight it right. off and whatever. But like, I'm just looking. I was like, wow, dude. Like, because there's not. Not everybody there was healthy, if right. you know what I mean. Yeah. And there's whenever you go to a place like that and you see the older individuals, yes. it makes me so uncomfortable. Yes, because I'm like, these are the people that are supposed to be this the This is ones. who we need to protect. Yeah, these are the people that are supposed to be inside, and they don't care. And I remember, you know, same thing. Like, I have friends back home that are like, why aren't, why aren't you wearing a mask? I'm like, because no one else here is wearing a mask either. So, like, if they don't care, what like what can right. I do? Like, You're... If they're not wearing a mask, they're not protecting you. Yes. Your mask protects them. Yeah. And so it's just like, I can't, I just, uh. So anyway, but the point that I was trying to make was uh, after the summertime, I still wasn't working as much comedy wise. There's, you know, some clubs. It took a while. Some clubs are open now. And like I said, in this region, clubs are open for the most part. But like I went from working, you know, almost every weekend to like maybe once a month or so. So anyway, long story short. I got a job at a furniture store here, um, and it was just like, it just crushed my soul. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so hard. Yeah. Because here I am, like, you know, like you, like we talked about, like, we have this love. We would do this thing for free, but we get to get paid to do it, so it's great. But I don't have that right now, so I have to get a, you an have actual to still. job. Right. Yes. And... Just like every day I went in, it was just like crushing my soul. And I did it for two months. I was going to do it because I knew I was going to start going back on the road like again, like regularly in February. So I'm like, okay, I'll be here until February and then we're good. And I couldn't even do it because it was just. This yeah, is, I get this, it. I this, get this it. This is what happened. Okay. So um, I haven't been funny in this interview, but like I tell jokes. I promise. <laughs> I'm funny. And. You know, like I'm, I'm selling furniture, and this lady comes in, and she's asking me. Uh, she wants chairs that have arms. Okay. Like, like she wants chairs with arms, and for some reason, we didn't sell chairs with arms at this furniture. At all? <laughs> no, none. I know it is kind of weird. That's but weird. We didn't have any that at this particular furniture store. We'll call it Halsey Furniture, and. Uh, She's like, why don't you guys have chairs with arms? And so, and at this point, I hadn't been talking to her for a while. And so I'm like, I think we have rapport. And I'm like, well, it's probably because they don't want to offend people that don't have arms. And I thought that was hilarious. That's so cute, yeah. And she's like, haha, don't quit your day job. And I was like, bitch, I'm a Roasted. fucking, yeah, I'm like, I'm a, ah. I'm a professional comedian. Like right. you don't even know. Like I literally, you know, like I, I get... can relate to that so hard. <laughs> I make, I make TikTok videos. Uh, okay, I don't know great. if you know that. No, I don't. I have 2.8 million followers on TikTok. No shit. I thought that's oh. how you found me actually. No, I found, I found you on Instagram. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. so I do that. I have so many 10-year-olds tell me I can't dance Hilarious. on a regular basis. 10-year-olds are assholes. They're so rude. So rude. <laughs> They're and such like, assholes. But you know what? To, to their defense, I was an asshole when I was 10. That's <laughs> what my husband says. And I'm like, I yeah. was a sweet child. I was an asshole when I was I, – I was – I mean, if I'm being honest, and I'm sorry because I know people that I went to high school listen to this, I was an asshole up until my sophomore year in high school. It was because I was, and people that listen to this know, but, like, my dad was very abusive. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, like, physically, verbally, oh, like, whatever. That's um, so tough. 
It is. That's why I'm a comedian now. I, that's <laughs> what they say. That's it how that works. Comes yeah. from the pain, right? Yes, 100%. Um, but so, and I mean, you learn that as an adult that that's why I was the way. But like, you know, I've been fun of kids and, you know, like this kid. And, and I, if you're listening, Matt, you know I love you, buddy. He comes to my shows whenever I perform out there. But um, like we were really mean to this kid and we made him cry one time. Mm. Um, I like, I remember I poured uh, confetti on his head and, you know, I'm just a mean asshole kid. Um, but then I got really involved in like, in like church and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like my sophomore year really. And we went on this retreat. Are you, what, what religion are you? We're Christian. Christian. Okay. So I grew up Catholic. Okay. Um, and we went on this, we have like, you guys don't do confirmation, right? No. Yeah. So exactly. Catholicism they have like the sacraments one of them is confirmation so we went on our confirmation retreat and it was like at the time like life-changing and I came back and I was not an asshole anymore wow (laughs) I know it was great that's awesome and uh but yeah I understand where the kids are coming from because kids are assholes (laughs) I was one of those kids yeah they're they're, sorry they're pretty harsh yeah they really are yeah and I, I I'm on TikTok only because Gary Vee told me to be, but I don't post Oh, enough. Gary Vee. Do you like Gary Vee? Oh, wait, you said you did something with, with Gary Vee, right? Yeah. He has been pretty good to me. Yeah. Um, I've done some interviews for some of his stuff. He's done live streams and had me come in. Uh-huh. And then I get ads through his company, which is nice, for you, TikTok. You, oh. Like you, I did a Cheetos ad through no them. Way. Like last week. Vayner, Vayner Media. Yeah, Vayner Media. Look at you. I love, I mean, I've learned so much from him. He's like, uh, not me, I don't know him. Right, right, right. But not like buddies. From con- consuming his content, right. like, so much I've learned. Like, And that's why I'm, when I get my update on my phone every week, it says like, oh, you've been on your phone for 10, you average 10 hours a day or whatever <laughs> the hell it is. But it's because I'm always posting stuff, like, because he tells me to. Yeah, that's great. And it helps, I mean... It is what it is. We got to do what we got to do. Yeah, right? he's, he's very motivational. Yeah. He just has an attitude. Just do it. Yeah. And and don't give a fuck what people think. Right. Just do <laughs> it. Just create what you want, what you need to create. Yeah. So you have 2.8 million followers on TikTok. Yeah. That's amazing. It's uh, it's weird, and but it's nice. <laughs> no, not all of them. Okay. Some of them. Okay. <laughs> there, I have to say Instagram is much meaner. <laughs> than tiktok still. instagram is yeah they're so cruel because of reels uh, uh-huh. oh yeah, yeah anytime yeah. i get a reel yes. that's featured yeah, i yeah. just have i have so many people tell me i should kill myself i had a lady i mean and but the thing is because i'm okay so do you do you respond i do okay <laughs> <laughs> i do yes okay because there's two there's two like there's two camps in this first camp it's kind of like turn Ignore the, them, turn the other cheek. It. Yeah. Well, deleting is weird, but yeah. I mean, like some, some, people, of some it, people do. Yeah, if yeah. you're just telling someone to kill themselves, I can understand why you just delete that comment. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. really a positive thing for people for to sure. be reading either. Would someone really say that? Oh, yeah. I get it a lot. Kill yourself? Yeah. And then I'll try to make a joke out of it. Wait, why would they say that though? Because they're mean. You're posting a dance video. Yeah, because they, they, they didn't like it. Yeah. And now, okay, are these like actual people or like bots? No, they're people. That's horrible. Yeah, they're they're like usually teenagers too. Sometimes, sometimes I'll get like angry older men, which is really <laughs> yeah concerning. I, I don't understand that one. That one I don't get at all. Yeah, yeah. 
like it's it's it, so yeah so it's like it's two camps it's ignore or fucking go in and oh no that's not what i do down. i'll just make a joke about it i'll be like oh how should i do it okay you know just like light and so fun. i've got i've gotten if it's a comment that i'm like you know what man i should practice my roasting abilities like i'll go in on people and like i can and then it eventually I get blocked. Right, right, right. And I'm like, how are you going to block me? You're the one who came at me. You came at me. Like, I didn't, I just posted this because that's what I do. And then you're going to come at me. And then when I go too hard, then you block me. Like, you're a bitch. I do feel like there (laughs) there is a gender difference there, though. Like, I'm not allowed to say stuff like that. Or people will just get really angry. But you can be funny like that. And it's okay. But then they block me, so I'm not funny. Right. I guess that's true. <laughs> like, I, I cut too deep, dude. Right. I don't even, I mean, but the thing is, it's like, it's hard to decide because, like I said, there's some people that say, just don't even respond. But, as you know, and from learning from Gary Vee about how algorithms work. Yes, you want to keep them, because the haters are the best, because they yes. keep coming back and they're watching it. That view time is going up and they're commenting yes. more and more. And the more and comments. And it drives how much it gets algorithm. spit out. Exactly. Yes. And so it's like, well, there's, yeah, if I don't, See, I don't. I, I'm not fortunate enough to have like hundreds of thousands of followers. So, yes. with a few followers, yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you. Um, to keep the people engaged and to get my stuff boosted up, I feel sometimes like I need to respond to everybody. I do. Also, I personally feel like a lot of, especially younger people, they will make a comment because they feel like they're anonymous and they're hoping other people will see their comment and think it's funny and jump on and like give them uh, likes and give them that positive engagement. I actually find that often, especially with girls, uh-huh. if you engage with them, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that to sound rude. And they'll back off of it because they're like, oh, I'm not anonymous. Mm-hmm. This is a real person responding to me. Uh-huh. And they'll, you know, like that's maybe, maybe going to do something. Maybe going to make them think twice next time. Uh-huh. What about, what about YouTube? Because that's where people usually leave the meanest shit. I don't really <laughs> do a lot on YouTube. Okay. I only have a few videos and they're all tutorials. So okay. I will get some that are like, this is a terrible tutorial. But like, <laughs> ah, that does not cut that deep. What's a tutorial for? Uh, like I have a few tutting tutorials. Cutting? Tutting. Like finger dancing. Tutting. T-U-T-T. I have no idea what that is. Oh. Tutting? Yeah, tutting. T-U-T-T-I-N-G. What the hell is that? It's like where you do the dances with your hands. You've seen it. <laughs> you got to YouTube it later. Am I old? The I mean, it's from the 80s, so. Tutting? Yeah. I've never heard It's of really it. popular now, though, like, especially on TikTok. Can you, can we look at a video really yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tutting, huh? So, I, so if I went on YouTube and just said tutting? Yeah. Every time a word comes up on this podcast that hasn't been, oh, Okay. Oh, damn ads. Um, <laughs> every time a word comes on, I have to like make it a point to... Research it, investigate it. And also just address the fact that you have said a word that has, in 86 episodes of this podcast, never been said. Thanks. This is a... Oh, tutorial. You see what she did with that? That's pretty clever. Uh, that is clever. Okay. Okay, I don't want to hear you talk, young girl. I just want to see you do the dances. No. Sorry, Autumn, but you... Maybe go to the end. Yeah, you're probably right. Sorry, guys. We're in real time. 
Okay, I can't. It's it works on social media and videos. It doesn't right. really work um in person that well. Okay. It's, it's very small. You just stick your hands. Interesting. There are amazing, amazing tutters out there. <laughs> I'm not one of them. I have learned a few of the TikTok tuts that were really popular oh, and okay. then broke them down for anybody, like oh. beginner, beginner to learn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Um, God, we got... I See, this is what happens. I tell you, I tell people like what the podcast is about <laughs> and then we start talking about random shit. But that's why I like it because it's just real. Like I don't have... Like I try to keep a little bit like so we know obviously how many hours a day do you dance? Oh, that's a good question. Pre-COVID, I would okay. dance yeah, pre-COVID. from about nine in the morning till five. And we have an hour. For nine lunch. to five. Yeah. Um, and I usually dance on the weekends, like Saturday uh-huh. and Sunday. Uh, I actually guest with another little company, like a weekend company. Oh, really? So Central like, Oklahoma Dance Company. They're like. Special guest this weekend, Autumn Klein from OKC. Ballet. Yeah, actually, I am a guest artist. Oh, yeah, I so like so I dance with them on the weekends, and uh-huh. then I also do my social media videos. Uh-huh. So I dance a lot. I like it. During COVID, though, uh-huh. our hours at the studio—I mean, we're so lucky to be dancing at all. Yeah. So I don't want to complain, but they—they're they're obviously reduced because we're cut into pods, and then you can only. Now, when you say pods, like, are you actually in a pod, or is it just like that? What the term they use for the x amount of people that you're supposed to only be around so we have pod a and pod b uh-huh. um we're never supposed to be in the studio at the same time with somebody it. from the opposite pod got it and um you can only rehearse with people in your group and you can only partner with one person from your group uh-huh. so i have my one assigned partner per pod this period. is like a boy partner yeah got it yeah so right now i'm dancing with my friend joseph uh-huh. and i'll be dancing with him i guess through the end of the season oh wow in april Oh, that the season ends in April. Uh huh. We usually start in like August. Okay. And finish August, September, and finish in April. So you guys get like a summer break. It's a very, very torturously long summer. But well, yeah. what do you guys do? <sighs> Staying in shape during the summer is uh-huh. the worst thing about being a ballet dancer. Do you want to come help on the watermelon farm? They can use the help, but no, actually, it won't work because you'll get. I'll get jacked, yeah, right? Get yeah, jacked, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the summer break, because our contracts are not super, super long here. It's only 30 weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have this long break in the summer, and we try to get guesting opportunities. Uh, those will last a couple weeks. And sometimes the ballet will bring you back for a special performance during the middle of the summer for a little tour, and you'll have like three weeks when you're working. Okay. And the rest of the time, you just have to take class every day go to the gym that's where my zumba usually comes in Um, oh you like do you do you like zumba it's just so cardio yeah i know and it's mostly legs so yeah can i tell you a zumba story sure please don't judge me (laughs) um so when they were like fairly new and so you can probably understand this because you're a dancer um i don't remember what you I want to say this was like 2010-ish when it was like kind of like becoming like a thing. Um, I get this audition for they just want to see me dance. Um, No choreography, just like freestyle, whatever. And it's it's for a video project. That's all I know. Okay, cool. Um, I go, I freestyle, and then I get a call. Hey, we love you. We love your look. You book this job. I don't remember what it paid. It was pretty good though. Um, all day shoot, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be videos, print, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. We like your look, 
but would you be willing to dye your hair? And so I say, if you like my look, why do you want me to dye my hair? Right. That's a big part of your look. Right? They're like, they want they wanted me to bleach my hair. Oof, that's a commitment. Well, hold on. Let me show you this really quick. Yeah, I know you don't know me. So, so fun fact, in the old days when this was cool, I actually used to bleach my hair. And I used to look like that. When oh, wow. It was cool. Yeah. But, I mean, this was years ago. But I'm like, yeah. like So they were like, we'll pay you extra because you're dyeing your hair. We'll pay to get it done. And then we'll pay to get it, Fixed like, back. undone. That's good. And so I'm like, so I only have to have it for, like, two days or, like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm like, and you're going to pay me more money? Yep. Fucking done. Right? I show up. I'm on set. You know, you got to get to set and whatever. Hair and makeup. There's other dancers there. I'm introducing myself. Hey, what's your name? Oh, hi, Autumn. Nice to meet you. Who's your agent? Oh, you're with... Oh, I'm I'm with BBA. Oh, cool. Blah, blah, blah. Who are you with? You know. Yeah. Yeah, you're with Block? Um, No. no. Block is a dancewear company. Dancewear company. And I... Because LA, there's an agency yeah, called, called Block. Yeah, called Block. Yeah, yeah. We... Generally, ballet dancers don't have agents. Oh, you just do it on your own. Well, because you just... Yeah. Get your contract, and then okay. if you don't get it, you have to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I'm introduced myself, right? And then this guy shows up, and same thing. I'm like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? What's your name? He's like, he's like, I am Beto. I was like, oh, nice to meet you, man. Um, I was like, who's your agent? He's like, my what? Who's your agent? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> like, how'd you get this job? I am the creator of Zumba. And then he storms off. Oh, wow. As if like. You've offended him? Yes. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, granted, I'm on a fucking Zumba job. Maybe I should have known who he was. But also, I'm not a housewife watching TV at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. Like, You're not exactly like, the target audience. I'm th- yeah. I'm not watching infomercials. Like, how the fuck should I know that that I was? I have no idea who created Zumba, but. It's I, Beto. I love it. This fucking guy. <laughs> Okay. okay. And then I realized that the reason that I was supposed to die, like they wanted me to dye my hair, was because he and I have similar looks. Oh. We're both Latin dudes. Okay. We both have dark hair. We're both, you know, olive skin. Uh-huh. And so he didn't want another dude on there that looked like me. Right. But my thing was like, well, why don't you just fucking hire somebody that did not look like me? But instead, you make me dye my hair, and now Beto, and now Beto's fucking pissed off, and he was an asshole to me the whole day. Oh, like, no. I was just not included in any of the stuff. Like, he would always like tell somebody else to have me move or to have like it. Would, he never spoke to me for the rest of the day. Everyone, wow. I, everyone else was so nice. The girls, I forget all their names, is so long ago. Right. They were all awesome. I had a great time except interacting with him so this hasn't come up on this podcast before but i don't like beto or Or zuba as a result (laughs) (laughs) even though you had a job with it yeah yeah fair i mean it was scarring yeah it's just like you know people that work on tv shows and like oh the director was so mean yeah right why you gotta be mean yeah beto like get out of here man we're just trying to have fun and do zuba yeah but so, but I get it. Like, it's a workout. It's fun. It, the thing is, and the thing, that's what I talk about on this podcast is like, I try to give people like suggestions on things they can do for working out. But the thing that always comes up is do something that you enjoy. Right. 
or you're not going to stick with it. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I can tell like for, I'm I'm a person that will do whatever needs to be done whether I like it or not. That's just me. But I understand that not everybody's like that. Yeah. So if you like to take Zumba, fucking take Zumba. If you like to do uh oh god you, have you seen those like a uh, those spin classes where they like kind of dance in them oh yes my friend he's like a extraordinaire teacher of that what's his name the, uh joseph hetzer he, he's here like he's a popular here spin instructor here yeah yeah at like, cycle bar oh, okay because i i go to lifetime i, I work i work okay. at lifetime okay, now okay. and uh there's a i mean there's a couple but there's a, an instructor there that everyone loves they I mean, do like these yeah. full-on little dance numbers between the bikes it's so fun it okay (laughs) but i okay so i i teach dance at this gym oh cool Um, yeah and uh at lifetime mm -hmm. the like huge rich people gym yeah (laughs) wow it's great have you ever have you been uh i've seen the outside it's really nice it's i've seen the price too and i'm just like i can't go in because it'll just hurt (laughs) okay so when they uh you know as we talked about, like, comedians don't get paid as much as people think. So most of us have to have – I've been a trainer for, like, ever because I love it, number one. But number two, it's a great job to have because when I travel, like, I You just, can do it anywhere. Yeah, I can make my schedule and do whatever. Um, and so when the opportunity came up, I was like, yeah. So when I went to interview there um, to teach, she gave me a tour of the place – before I even like auditioned and I'm just like this gym is so nice I'm gonna be so sad if I don't get the job like why are you showing me all the amenities and everything yeah um but anyway the moral of the story is after I auditioned and got my class and I teach I teach on Saturdays at 10 30 if you want to come you're more than what welcome do you to. what do you teach it's it's called dance jam but it's like hip-hop hip-hop oh that sounds yeah. super fun I would yeah. love that come yeah you're invited Oh, awesome. You can come as a guest whenever you want. Yes, I would love that. Um, Definitely. And uh, anyway, so then she's like, well, how do you feel about teaching cycle? And I'm like, I hate cycle. And she's like, no, you love this cycle because it's kind of dancey. And I'm like, oh, that sounds awful. And so <laughs> she's like, just come. I promise you'll like it. You'll love it. And I went. And they're just doing all these like little movements oh, with the arms, arms, and I was like, "There's no fucking way I'm ever teaching this." Dude. <laughs> I hate cycling. I I'm hate like, cycling too. I cannot. Uh, I My friend always invites me. And I'm like, "Nope." Yeah, thank you, it's though. not. But, but on the same note, if you like it, do that. Yes, great. Like for the I don't that like love it. That. Yeah, if you exactly, if you love it, do it. I don't, so I won't. But there's all kinds of like classes. Like actually, my girlfriend and I want to try this. There's like a there's a place here where like they do like this workout like on bungees. Have you seen it? I ha- I didn't know we had one of those here. There's I've two of them. There's one in Edmond and there's one wow. somewhere close to here, I think. Um, and they're like they're like doing all these little things. They're like they're hanging from like. <gasps> oh, that little, sounds so it fun! Looks so fun. I, I I don't know how good of a workout is. Uh yeah, I, who like, knows? But I would do it anyways. <laughs> yeah, right. Like just for fun, like whatever. And that's like kind of what I tell people is just like, dude. It could be anything. Like like I said, I'll do what I need to do, whether I like it or not. But if there's something that you like, do that thing, yeah, man. Like for she, sure. She's got this thing that she does with this girl online. And, like, there's, like, this whole community of people. And, like, she loves it. And I'm like, dude, do it. And she does it. Like, and she's gotten great results from it. And it's like, 
it's whatever you love, man. Well, and also every body is different. That's right. So you got to try different stuff yeah, to see what works for you. Just like you said, like you can't, you particularly can't do like up, a lot of upper body stuff because you'll get muscle and then it'll change your look. And, right. you know, so you find what works for you. You like Zumba. I like Zumba. Oh, and, <laughs> and elliptical. Got to get that cardio. <laughs> um, okay. So you guys dance eight hours a day. That's a lot. Right now it's less. Yeah, uh, right, right, It's right, right. like one or two hours plus class, which is like an hour and a half. So. Okay. Um, have you seen that ballet show on Netflix? Uh, the What's the one about the kids at the boarding school? Yes. What's it called? <sighs> Something. What is that called? Little Things. Pretty Little, little Things. Pretty Little Things. That's what it's called. Yes. I just watched the first th- I watched three the first episodes. half of it. Uh-huh. And Did it's just so silly. It is, right? I just couldn't. Here's the thing. So I I watch television shows that are made for 13-year-old girls. Oh, me too. Like I watch Riverdale and Nancy Drew mm-hmm. and like all the CW yeah. shows and Sabrina and whatever. And I was watching that show because I, I, you know, like ballet. I'm like, right, oh, right. Cool. I thought I would love it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, this must be bad because I can't even watch this. There was just like. A lot of unnecessary things. Yeah. That I thought took away from it. Why were they unclothed so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I went to ballet school. It was there was not a lot of supervision, but it wasn't like that. Right. Okay. So that's not. It accurate. was more like the sabotage was more like maybe you you give someone cookies. Right. Not like you maybe push them off a building. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That, that was that's how the show starts. Right. And uh, yeah, it was. I was. I, wa- I wanted to like it, and I couldn't. I haven't. And I haven't finished. There it. was. Some, it was just like overwrought. I think, mm. even for that age, it was like too gritty and too overwrought. Yeah. Too filling. Either. Yeah. Because yeah, really who's it? Who's it for? It's yeah, I don't like, understand who the audience was supposed to be. Because it's obviously like you would think, like like I said, like thirteen year old girls. But then like you're like, oh, that's kind of a little racy for a bunch of thirteen year old girls. Oh uh, so yeah. I don't know. Like people were giving me shit because I watched. Uh, I watched Winks on Netflix. What is that? Uh, the show about fairies. <laughs> oh, I would definitely watch that. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, my favorite show ever was Vampire Diaries. Oh. We got a picture with both the brothers. With Stefan we, and Damien? Uh-huh, we went to a con and got a picture with them. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, I unfollowed Ian Somerhalder on Instagram. I, I just got tired of his fucking pushing his whiskey. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, come on, dude. I'm still following Paul Wesley, but I'm about to unfollow him. Like, uh, but I love Vampire Diaries. Though. Right, right. But them as individuals, they don't live up to their characters. I, it's, I, I agree. The other Because gr- they're just normal people. They're not these like super dramatic, awesome vampires. Yeah. That's a bummer. But a Ian's bummer. like super like, you know, how save the planet he and is. everything. And He's I'm just, like, got a mission. And I'm just like, it's fine, but it's like. Sometimes <sighs> we got to have fun. Yeah, dude. Like, like chill a little bit. And and the thing is though is I know people that that know him and he's apparently a really nice guy. Just he's just intense. Not a fun follow on social right. media. Right <laughs> on social media, he's very intense. You don't. It feels like you never get past that like yeah veneer. Um, but anyway, the point of that was uh, so that was my favorite show, and one of the writers from Vampire Diaries wrote and created the show. Oh, Winks. okay. And I didn't know that going in. I just watched it because I was like, this looks like some shit I'd watch. And then after the first episode, it said written, created by Brian Young. And I was, and I know Brian. Right. And I was like, oh, I didn't know he created it. Um, so it's about fairies. I am definitely adding away that at a boarding way Away <laughs> at a boarding school. And it's not like there is some, you know, 
romance, I should say, but it's not as bad as the Pretty Little Things. The Pretty Little Things, there was there was romance, but it wasn't like romantic. It was like the just dark and manipulating. And she's like, here, let's just put naked people. Right, and they hate each other. (laughs) Okay, let's do a quick rapid fire, and then we can get you out of here. Give me. This is a new segment I do on this show. Um, Two. Like go to workout songs, Oof. like um, that pump you up, or maybe, or maybe okay, like my workout songs are a little weird. I love Fets Vet by MC Chris. I don't even know who that is. You shouldn't know. <laughs> probably very few people do. MC it's, Chris. He is a nerdcore rapper. What the hell's ner- wait? What? Yes, new things for you. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband's laughing here. Yes, nerdcore. Hold on. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna get to you're the learning a lot more about me than most yeah. people know. No, this is well, that's, why, that's why I like this, uh, Mr. Chris. MC Chris. Oh, MC Chris. Do you know who this is, Mike? Yes. <laughs> We've been to many a concert. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Here? Uh, mostly in Texas. Oh, okay. What's his song? A uh, Fet's Fet is, is okay. Yeah. His like okay. famous one. All right, let's see. It's explicit. This is. This is called Nerd. Nerd Core Rap. In my DeLorean. War is over. I'm a piece of Mandalorian. Story is some Star Wars historians deep in the bait. But they play. He said. He said DeLorean, Star Wars. It's about it's about um, Boba Fett. Boba. And he said Mandalorian too, right? Yeah. He, it's, the whole song is brand about, new. It's a, the whole song is about Boba Fett. Hilarious. Yeah, I love that. It's called nerdcore. Nerd, nerdcore rap, yeah. Am I old? No, that I don't know. This? You're just not nerdy enough. Okay. This because he's he's old. Okay. <laughs> he's old. Yeah. Okay. He sounds like a white dude too. Yeah, and he's just like he sounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that's the that's, that's a, a thing that exists. That's a workout song for you. That's so a wait, pump up song. For so me. so we're, so where is is this like a whole genre of music? It is. Yes. About like nerdy stuff, nerdy like st- um Harry Potter and. Shut the fuck yeah. up, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Batman, you know, all the nerdy things. Is there like a is there one about vampire diaries? Or like I'm sure there is. There's got to be one about supernatural, huh? Oh, for sure. There's got to be. <laughs> oh man, I'm going to we're going to have to go down a rabbit Deep hole. Dive. Okay, what else? Um Give me another one. Billy, Billy Eilish. I Billie. love I love her. Me too. Yeah, so much. Hashtag. Um and Sia. Like anything okay. those women I make. like uh uh, come on, come on, put my radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. But the only reason I like C is great. Like, but um, I love Cassidy Pope. Do you know who that is? She's a country singer. She won the oh, voice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She I won know the who voice. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. So I saw her. I've seen her in concert oh, a cool. few times. I love. Her. She's my celebrity crush. Oh. And I got to meet her, and it was really. Funny oh, that's so exciting. She went to the concert. Was she right? nice to you? Yeah, she's super. Oh, nice. that's a much better story than most of your stories. <laughs> well, not better than Beto's fucking right. ass. Uh, no, we went to the concert, and uh, I was mad because it's like one of those venues where you have to, um, it's like first come, first serve. So if right. you get there soon, you could be in the front. Right, but right. if not, you're in the back. And so I was further away from Cassidy than I would have liked to have been. And I was really bummed out. And then so when she was done, I wanted to go find somewhere else to sit. So I went to the back to go to the bathroom and then find somewhere to sit like on the balcony and then Cassidy was doing meet and greet in the back and wow. I was like 
and no one was in line and i was just like kind of looking around like does anyone know like realize what's going on right now and so anyway um you know she's my celebrity crush right so like in theory if i have an opportunity i'm allowed to right you know i get it and uh i meet her and i take a picture and then i go back to where she is and i'm like hey um i showed her the picture i'm like she wants me to go back to the hotel room with her. <laughs> 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 and my um, girlfriend's like, like she can't tell if I'm serious or right, not. Right, right. And I'm like, no, but that would be awesome if it was the truth. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she sang Cheap Thrills. in like That's a, a great song. A cover. Yeah. And after that, I liked it because it reminds me of Cassidy Bolt. That's awesome. Um, okay, so wait, you said, you said Sia and oh, Billie Eilish. Yeah, I love I Billie. like Billie Eilish too. Have you seen her her movie, or is it out yet? I don't know if it's out. I saw an ad. Yeah, I saw yesterday. an ad too, but I don't know if it's out. Is it out? Is it really? Mm. Is it weird that I want to watch it? I it's like her weird. music. I like her music too. I, when she she's when, she's unique. Is what I like about her. Her sound is kind of creepy but beautiful, and that's yeah. that's my favorite. I, everything, anything creepy, beautiful. I, love I it. saw her perform. I guess it was the Grammys last year, maybe. I don't know, but I was just like. Like she's she's amazing. She's amazing. But also like she's she lives in L.A. Like I, I always have just like a like anyone that's from L.A. Like a Misty Copeland and whatever. Right, like, you have a connection. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you're basically of, related. Kind of. In a way, you have this shared well, culture. Because in L.A., so many people that's and that's that's actually I forgot to tell you. Did we do the area codes while we were recording or before? I think while we were recording. We were recording. Yeah. So part of the reason why I'm so good at area codes is because everyone that's in L.A. is, is from, from somewhere elsewhere. else. That makes sense. Wow. And nobody's from L.A. Right. Of course. And so you meet someone, you get their phone number, you're like, oh, 303, Denver. Okay, I get it. Um, and so, I don't know, because of that, I always have like a soft spot or like, yeah, like I feel like some kind of For the true L.A. For people that were and born raised. and raised. Yeah. I feel like it's got to have a big impact on you. That environment yeah. from a young age would, I think, be really yeah. hard. Yeah. Because everybody's, when I go there, they're so put together and you don't know. Like, it feels like people are trying to get what they can out of you. Oh, 100%. In a way that, that didn't happen in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, it doesn't happen here. <laughs> right, it doesn't happen here. And that's one thing that, like, I was talking on with the girl that i had on last week and we were like my plan was to come here for a few weeks until the pandemic was over well <laughs> and, yeah and i've been here since the summertime uh-huh yeah, so, and i'm like okay and but because the longer that this pandemic lasts right and la stays closed down and i'm like i don't know maybe i'll stay i don't know like because because i've also now proven that I can still do comedy. You can do your gigs from, from here. here. Yeah, yeah, like I can drive to a lot of them, which has been great. Because usually, like, all these places I work, like, I was in Arkansas last week, and I'm going to Texas next week. And, like, from L.A., I got to fly. Right. And, like we talked about, I don't get paid a ton. So then, I don't know how, if you Cost know Cost of living in L.A. is ridiculous. Yeah, and I don't know if you know how comedy works, but most of the time, they just pay you a flat fee. Uh-huh. Let's say... Six hundred dollars for the weekend. Oh wow! <laughs> Thank you. And then it's like, how you get there is on you. If you drive, if you fly, whatever. Whoa. And sometimes you also have to get a place to stay. That is rough. So that's why a lot of comics they sleep in their cars, which right, I've done yeah, a few yeah, times. That makes sense. They crash on couches. Uh-huh. 
but since I've been here, a lot of my gigs I've been able to drive to, and I'm like, oh, I'm actually profiting way more from this job. Yeah. So since this has lasted so long, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I might stay. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not, I, if you would have told me a year ago you're going to live in Oklahoma City, I would have been like, no. I, but, I would think one of the cool things about being here is it seems like from what you said, the comedy environment or culture is growing here. Oh, yeah, it is. So you get to be like part of what builds that. Yeah. yeah Which is true. how it is for the ballet. Like uh-huh. the company, I don't know, 13 years ago, my current artistic director took it uh-huh. over and it was not great. Okay. It was at a much lower level and he took it over and he brought in a bunch of dancers and now it's a, at a much, much higher level. It's a, it's a great, strong company now. Yeah. And so to be a, to have been a part of that process is something I'm really proud of because yeah. I got to be a part of making this like legit, like building a culture. Yeah. Yeah. You get to be a part of that legacy yeah. and kind of shape it from the inside, which is cool. Yeah, that is cool. I never thought of that. You might be onto something. I mean, I'm definitely thinking about it. I mean, I just, like I said, it's only supposed to be a few weeks. Right. It's going to be a while. <laughs> it's probably going to be. I mean, if LA know, is open by Christmas time, I think that it would be. I hope it's open before then, dude. <sighs> I, w- I don't know. I pray. They're I saying mean, that even after vaccinations, we might still be a mass in December. Well, I've talked about this, maybe not on this, but like, you know, you probably travel a lot. Um, people like Asian people have always had masks on. True. You would always get on yeah. a plane and like, look at this weirdo. And now you're like, oh, I might fucking keep wearing the mask. I mean, I hate it, but like, that might be the, like, especially when you fly at least. Yeah, for sure. I think people I will be doing that. Because fly a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's a possibility. I just, the thing that I miss about LA, which is just like Dodger games, because I'm a big Dodger fan, being in like a stadium yeah. with 56,000 people. Uh huh. Um, but also like concerts and just like those kind of things. Yeah. There's inter- always something weird going on yeah. there. There's which always is fun. something awesome going on. Like awesome and strange yeah. and unique and live, special. Yeah. Live entertainment. And so like I know that they're bringing stuff back here and like, you know, the comedy clubs are open and there's some music venues open, like socially distanced and whatever. But it's like December seems like, oh, God. I mean, at that point. I'll be an Oki. I'll probably have an accent and everything. No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll still be okay. Um, Okay, Autumn. um, So what do you guys have coming up that you can tell us about? We have Future Voices March Uh 18th through the 21st at our home studios. Okay. The Oklahoma City Valley Studios. It's a really intimate setting. We have these really beautiful theater seating that comes out into this massive studio. Oh, no it's one way. of the biggest studios in America. It's it's like a full-size basketball court uh-huh. that was converted into a stu- ballet studio. Okay, and that's the 16th through 18th you said? The 18th through the 21st. 18th to 21st of yes, March. of March. And people can buy tickets for it? Yes. There, w- there will be very limited tickets because of social distancing. Right. And you have to wear your mask, but uh-huh. you can buy them on the Oklahoma City Ballet website or okay. you can call in and get your seats that way. Okay. And uh, and there'll be nine unique. Now, how will new I pieces. know? How will I know which one you're in? I'm going to be in all of them. Oh, okay. I'll be doing the same piece in all of them. That's what's different than normal because of COVID. Got it. Uh, there'll be nine pieces in every show. I'm doing a piece actually by our artistic director that we were supposed to do last year for the Oklahoma City bombing, uh, 25th oh. anniversary. Oh fuck! It's been 25. 25-
five years. Yeah, and we weren't able uh, to do it because of COVID. Oh, so yeah. now we're doing uh, just a little piece of it. Like a okay. actually, it's called a little piece, like like piece in your heart. Uh-huh. But we're doing one section of it for this show coming up. Okay. Finally, getting it to be performed. I'm going. I mean, knock on wood. I I want to go. But I also want to get like a last minute job. Work <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you aren't working, if I'm not working, please come. I will. Is it like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday type of deal? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Okay, so we might be able to make that work. If, if not, I can possibly get you into like a no. No. rehearsal or something. If I, if I don't, oh, well, that would be cool too, behind the scenes, and then I could look at all the girls that I actually asked to be on this podcast <laughs> but didn't respond to me, <laughs> and be like, Autumn just said yes so whatever well we're ballet dancers we don't usually talk so maybe that's why maybe or <laughs> i mean I, the thing is is like okay so in la um we had a studio and so whenever i'd reach out to people to do the pot especially like people because i have friends it's but it's cool for me like to meet new people from different walks of life and different facets of the entertainment industry you know um, and it's just cool, like to for my guests or, or like for people to listen to hear new people speak and whatever. Um, but it was easier to like invite a per like you know I had some like semi famous people on the show, right. but like we're in a studio, so it's like it's not like I'm a guy coming to Oklahoma to see this girl. Yes, like come it's and not, meet me. Yes, yeah. I get I get how weird it is. That's why I was like I was like I appreciated that you did it because I'm like I get it, but. Yeah, so, I looked you up and I was like, "This is a legit person. This yeah, is cool. He's real." But yeah. like, but I could see the girls being like a a guy in their DM or whatever, and it's just like, "All right." So, anyway, thank you for being here. Of course, thank uh, you tell, for having me. Tell them where they can find you. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Okay, but great. If people don't know how to use show notes, you could tell them anyway. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Autumn uh-huh. S. Klein, also on TikTok, of course. Also on TikTok. Yes. Uh huh. And uh, th- do you have anything else coming up that you want to tell them about that you could promote? Um, uh, we have the Little Mermaid in April. Little Mermaid, yeah, the ballet version. <laughs> the ballet version. Shut up. Yeah. What are you playing in that? We don't know yet. We oh. haven't gotten the official casting, but do you have to like look? Do, do you guys? Do they post it and then you like look and see where your name is? They kind put of it on our portal, like online. Like online. Yeah. They oh. usually hold the casting to the last minute because there's always going to be upset people. The Little <laughs> so Mermaid. They like wait until the last second to tell us. Oh man, that's interesting. So what? Would there be like water? involved there will be yes uh-huh. she the little mermaid has a solo where she splashes in a like pool of water on the stage oh yeah and then they also have um these curtains like almost of blue that they wave to make it look like waves when they're in the water uh-huh. that's exciting and then to make her look like she's swimming they have these four guys in black carrying her around when she's a mermaid oh that's and awesome she's, like, undulating that's dude okay we're like i want to go to the thing uh the uh future voices future voices but i also want to go to little mermaid so we're gonna if you guys are in oklahoma city on those dates go but come with me too because it'll be fun we could support autumn and the rest of the oklahoma city yes. ballet um okay you guys if you're listening to this i will be um at the uh el paso comic strip uh thursday through sunday March 4th through 7th. Is that correct? Yes. Um, four shows. We're only doing one show a night because of COVID. Um, so if all my friends are not friends, but you know, I know there's people from El Paso that listen to this because you guys, you know, always hit me up. So anyway, that's where I'll be this Thursday through Sunday. So um, come check it out. Follow Autumn. 
support the local arts community in your city. And yes. this has been the camera at 10 pounds. Thank you very much.